And welcome back to another episode of the Experience Media Boy Eli. Hey, it's Daniel over here. Yeah, and it looks a little weird because we have to go back to Zoom for a thing. And I gotta remember to exit out of a sudden thing. Give me one second. Uh but yeah, we're here to talk about you notice that we're Joey's not here. Usually sometimes he's here with us. But right now he's a little busy with work, so scheduling has been a, a real bitch recently. But that's fine. We can always find a way to make time, whether it be me, him, me, Daniel, or some other way. Yeah. But we will be talking about the Game Awards because they just announced the nominees. Yes, we got our nominees. We got some uh, expected picks, um, some surprises, and some questionable things. There's there's a lot of that, too. Yeah, no. Uh, there's In a year that I feel like has been crazy for video games, the results for nominees surprise me like games that are on there i didn't think would be on there the games that i thought would be on there aren't on there or are on another aspect of it and a lot of conversations are being made about specific games but at the end of the day i feel like this was like the year for for like games because like (laughs) holy shit there were so many games i didn't even get a chance to play most of these if i'm being honest like same here man like there were so many games here um which some i have gotten but i haven't been able to get uh haven't been able to finish yet because uh another game came out and i really wanted to play that one too oh dude like okay so like just to give you guys an idea um like i was talking to daniel like hey man you ready for friday bro We, we we got scott pilgrim the anime coming out and i'm like hyped up and then he's like yeah i'm i didn't even say scott pilgrim but he was like yeah i'm ready bro i'm ready for that persona 5 tactics and i'm like what that comes out this week so yeah what else comes out this week it's a mario rpg i was like what (laughs) damn that actually makes more sense because i've been seeing like the yoko shinomura's uh osts for the game coming out and i'm like yo that's some good shit right there that's some really good shit i love yoko shinomura i like they're in in like kingdom hearts uh final Fantasy 15 uh but yeah no that Again, there's a lot of games coming out this year, and there's a lot of games coming out in the future, too. So we're going to be talking about some of the categories because there's a total of, like, 27 categories. We, we can't talk about all of them, bro. We can't, but um, there's one we can get through quickly. Um, so most of the esports uh, uh, stuff, we're not going to know because they're mostly, like, you know, for uh, Rainbow Six, uh, Valorant, League of Legends, games like that uh we can't really say who's gonna be the best team or game or whatever but yeah. uh what we can say is um best esports event and it's the event that we went to back in uh, june or oh July. yeah yeah so let me give you guys a quick rundown about that um so for your for best esports game esports events the nominees are the 2023 league of legends world championship uh blast tv paris major 20 20- what is that what is blast i've never heard of that game oh uh, let me see where was that at um this esports event. Come on, computer load faster. Blast TV. Maybe it's Rocket League. I don't know. I don't, th- guys, if if you guys are yelling at us in the comments or anyway, like I'm sorry, but there's some there's so many stuff going on that even I can't have a grasp on it, especially when like, sometimes when it comes to esports. Yeah, like look, look, we're not saying they're less or anything like that. Okay, no. like uh, it's just that uh, we just tend to be more. You know, focus on fighting games because that's what we love and have passion for the most. I got a reuse shirt, motherfucker. <laughs> right yeah. on, right now. <laughs> like I, I'm pretty sure I saw a Terry somewhere in the background of, of Daniel's camera. A Terry? Yeah. I don't have a Terry. Not Terry? 
Oh, oh no, yeah, but Terry Amiibo right here next to yeah. Cameron. Yeah. Point stands. Uh, <laughs> but we also have that. Yeah, we also have Evo 2023, which we were participants. So we will be biased. I will say this now. Yeah. I mean, like, again, like I said, nothing against them. I mean, nothing against the rest. I'm sure they played a, a big role, you know, to help the yeah. FGC get big to what it is right mm-hmm. now as well. But, yeah. you know, like I said, we just don't have the knowledge of these other events to, to put our input on. Nor do we know when it happens. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, mean, like the International Dota 2 Championship. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, I knew I mean, Dota was a thing, but I didn't know when that happened. I mean, I know one year they had like a million dollar prize uh, pool, but uh, mm-hmm. it was a pool or a pot. I don't, I don't remember, but uh, I, I know it happened one year for that. So that yeah. was cool. We also have the Valorant Championships 2023. Obviously, like we said earlier, we are going to be a little bit biased. I'm sorry, but we are fighting game fans. We will be. Go- we will say it's Evo, not just only because we were actually there. Yeah, <laughs> we saw everything. We, I, 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 there's a whole video dedicated. There's an episode dedicated to that, guys. If you want to hear our thoughts on Evo, I highly recommend it. It's a really good uh, conversation about uh, our first time at Evo uh the fun that it had and like how meaningful it was because like uh and i want to see a lot of people talking about it on online too is like they gave them a key to the city mm-hmm. like the biggest turnout ever at evo like just street fighter alone street fighter 6 was like seven thousand entrants uh yeah. three of those was me daniel and joe <laughs> yeah did we make it far no no <laughs> we didn't no, get but... we didn't... <laughs> the good thing is we didn't get o2 we're at least happy with that. I mean, like we we got us all things uh, awesome happen. I mean, we we were there like for the first ever Street Fighter Six tournament at Evo. Uh, the last we got to saw the last tournament for Tekken Seven, Mortal Kombat Eleven, right before mm-hmm. next year when they're going to switch over to um, Eight and uh, MK One. Oh yeah, and we got to see the return of Marvel. I was like, oh my god, that was so good. Yeah, like like yes, it ended in a in a in a mirror match of ZMC like, Zero um, May Cry. Yeah, like actually, like a lot of uh, attorneys ended in the mirror match. Like uh, MK11 ended with Fujin versus Fujin, and people didn't like. Yeah, it I and we like I said, we were there, so we were on the show floor. We got to meet a lot of people. So again, sorry guys, but we we will have a sort of bias towards this. Yeah, I mean, like I said, please understand. Like we actually went to Evo. It was so amazing. Um, we 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 have to give our votes mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, like just it's one of the ones where you feel more interactive than the other one and like maybe we don't know how these guys are gonna gonna choose the option but we we here you know we, we're going with evo yeah we're going with evo 100 uh till the day i die if jerry was here right now he'd be like 100 evo like no no cap like you can even find some of us on stream yeah <laughs> what are the side tournaments Holy oh yeah, shit, like that was fun. You can see me on the Persona Four uh, Arena Ultimax tournament, which you, I did poorly. <laughs> I mean, Joey was in the the Blaze Blue tournament at Evo. Mm-hmm. It was one of the side tournaments. Um, I was in the Killer Instinct one. You see me twice. No, uh, yeah, no I know. You, you were in there once. One of them I won. What they got my one of my wins in there. I'm happy. Yeah. They didn't get the one that I was like shaking afterwards. Because I'm like, how did I pull that off? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, man. Like I was. I was putting so much time into Street Fighter Six, I completely forgot on like some of the combos and stuff for uh, Killer Instinct. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm right yeah. in there like playing, like struggling. Why am I not doing the combo right? Yeah, but that's part of the thing, man. You, you gotta, you're competing with a lot of games. Will yeah. we go to Evo next time? Fingers crossed, maybe. Fingers crossed, maybe. If not, 
And there's other events there too. I mean, yeah, man, I would love to go back, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Now let's go on to the next category, uh, the most anticipated game. So for our nominees, we have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades Two, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Tekken Eight, and Star Wars Outlaw. Okay, so this is one tough one because there's at least like maybe two games I can see uh, possibly winning. Uh, Daniel, can you give us your thoughts on the one in the game that you think is going to win this uh, category? I mean, I mean, there's a lot of hype around it. People are very excited for it because uh, it's the next entry in the remake trilogy or quadrilogy or however how long Square Enix want to uh, pull it off. It's going to be Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. I mean, personally for me, I think the game I'm most excited for, most because there's a lot of hype around it and so it looks like a lot of cool, uh, is going to be like Tekken 8. But I, I know that I'm also very much more interested in like Final Fantasy 7 uh, Rebirth. I'm with you on that. Hades 2 is like the continuation of like a very popular indie game that like. Yeah, like it was actually nominated for uh, the first one was nominated for Give It a Year back uh, in 2021, I think. Or was it I think you're right. Yeah, hate that sounds about right. Like it was around like during the the dark times. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. It, it was nominated along some other big hits too, like uh, mm-hmm. Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Um, see, The Last of Us Part Two, Doom Eternal. Yeah. So and, it's amazing when you see an indie game, you know, go against these big behemoth of uh of, of games, you know, uh, for game of the year. Yeah, and then just seeing the hype around it is going to be so much interesting we're probably going to see a trailer of it at at the game awards um i mean like a dragon has been like sort of the the refresh entry of the yakuza games right is it am am i correct on that sort of uh so uh yeah technically uh curious um last game was back in uh yakuza 6 which is supposed to be the end of his story and then with like uh like not like yakuza like a dragon it's supposed to introduce a new protagonist, uh, Ichiban, and he's a great protagonist. And uh, I mean, people already know because the, from the other side game that came out recently, uh, like a dragon guide him, uh, the man who erased his name, Kiryu, uh, Kiryu is in it, and now uh, Ichiban and Kiryu are going to be uh, co-protagonists in Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, and uh, lots of people are going to be really excited for it, and some people, uh, it might be a tough for them to play through because. Uh, I won't say because I don't know if there's any people going to be watching that want to be going into the game spoiler free, but uh, in one of the trailers that Sega dropped, they dropped this huge bomb of what's going on with Kiryu, and people are really going to want to know what's going to happen to him uh, at the end of the game. Yeah. 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 And like, Star Wars Outlaws, that's an, this one, that's an RPG, right? I, I, I remember hearing I, about it. I don't remember. I forgot Star Wars Outlaws was a thing. I, I honestly don't remember or actually don't know what kind of game it was supposed to be. Is, mm-hmm. it, not, is it an RPG? I don't know. It feels like it has to. I, I keep like thinking. A... Of, I keep thinking about the bounty hunter game they wanted to do. Like I know that was supposed to be like Uncharted back with EA, but that got canned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I forgot what Outlaws was supposed to be. Yeah, so we both agree that um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth would probably be the game, especially is it the second or the third game? Yeah, this is be the, uh, the second. Okay, yeah, and like there's a lot of like interesting hype around it. Uh, watch that podcast episode maximilian dude talking about it i think it was a easy lot now <laughs> where he talks about like his theories on what's gonna happen i i, I re-listen to that every once in a while because i'm like 
Max, what are you smoking, bro? <laughs> I forget the. It's, it's like a video game podcast. I can't remember which one it was. It's not TKL though. That though that one. Uh, like, was it your video games? No, it wasn't your video games. It was another one. I can't remember what the name of it. Um, but quick Google search would, would probably be enough. But yeah, no, he was in it, and he was like. Talk. I think it was. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm looking it up right now as we speak. Uh, See, so uh, while you're looking that up, like, so for your vote, it would be Tech and Nate, then, right? I mean, if if uh, if Final Fantasy VII Rebirth was an author, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like your personal choice. I mean, I don't mean like uh, who's going to win the uh, best anticipated game. Because I mean, personally. Um... I I well I haven't played Hades one I ha- I haven't played the Yakuza series Star Wars is kind of like a a, a questionable thing for me like not mm-hmm. saying like they're all bad uh but like uh Tekken will probably be the game I'm most interested in specifically since like it's supposedly much more like friendlier like not friendlier as in like it's more it's more like kind of like easier to understand than most of the other Tekken games from my understanding mm-hmm. what a lot of people are saying so yeah. I'm kind of interested to see how that works. But seven remake the seven rebirth game is like uh, a game that I feel like without a doubt we all are kind of hyped for it. No, oh, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Same like uh, I would say like Final Final Fantasy seven rebirth is gonna uh, gonna win a category, but my personal choice it's going to be like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it was easy. Al- it was the easy allies. I knew it was that. Look it up, guys. That's a crazy. That's a crazy. Like a, um, a his theories are <laughs> insane. Max, you madman. All right. So now we go on to another one, real quick. And this one, we've talked about adaptations here. We talked about uh one of the movies on here, but the category is best adaptation. Uh, recognize outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. We have Castlevania Nocturne, uh, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, The Super Mario Bros. Movie, and Twisted Metal. Now I'll say this, I've seen three out of the five. I've seen Castlevania Nocturne, I've seen The Last of Us, and I've seen the Super Mario Brothers movie. Daniel, have you seen any of these? Um... I haven't seen Castlevania Nocturne yet. It's on my list, along with Twisted Metal. Um, from what I heard, mm-hmm. Twisted Metal was actually uh, was actually quite a surprise. It was actually pretty good from what I was uh, hear from people. Really? But, uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I need to uh, make some time for that as well. But the one, the two that I have seen is uh, The Last of Us and the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. So out of the three, Daniel, which one do you think out of out of the five here, which one do you think is going to take the cake? It's actually kind of tough because like. I feel like The Last of Us is going to win because uh, it is a it is a masterful uh, retelling of the games uh, brought down to a TV show. It's but almost th- down to a to like the actual T, right? Because uh, like yeah. it's I, so faithful. Yeah. Like it's the opening scene in uh, episode one is shot for shot the game. It's actually kind of crazy. Yeah, and I do like the details they add to it as well, where uh, mm-hmm. they say, like, the cordyceps uh, fungus, um, they really, uh, I forgot, like, they kind of spread around, like, ingrained stuff, you know, like flour or cereal or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you, 
they did add all the extra details in the first episode where like you see them like they're trying to bring out the flowers or cereal but they don't eat it or touch it or anything like that so they're left unaffected but you see all the other people are eating like muffins and other kind of bread stuff and yeah if, if if you didn't know how the infection happened you wouldn't get all those tense moments in in the first episode because that first episode i still remember you know going to uh the daughter whose name i'm i'm blanking out on like just go like almost reach for the cookie or mm -hmm. whatever or and even her being like you guys didn't get the cake i'm like oh i'm sorry you know and they had they're like oh shit you guys would have been dead yeah like I, I did like some of the other stuff too like i, I know for the first few episodes they added it called openings like uh the, the way they opened the very first episode was like this discussion between these uh scientists you know talking about what could potentially end humanity and then the guy says well i have a fear where like uh these cordyceps the fungus they could evolve to the point where they could affect humans and then he got laughed off and back around like the 1970s and then fast forward to 2005 or whatever um the new day the uh made the uh the outbreak happen that's when it all happens and goes out it's like damn yeah <laughs> and, yeah yeah and same with episode two like they got I think I forgot what country it was and like they got like the scientist lady to come in, check it out, see what like all the stuff because she's a professional with uh, the fungus, right? And so when they ask her, okay, so the cordyceps has evolved to this uh, level. So is there any chance we can cure this? And she was like, there's there's nothing to cure. And so it just shows that dark grim, you know, like yeah, uh, there's yeah. nothing that could stop this. Then humanity yeah. is doomed to uh, coexist with it or die yeah, with it. They're, they're, they're fucked. Yeah. Um. I I I agree with uh, the Last of Us being like the the winner of this category. It makes the most sense. Um, I haven't seen Castlevania Nocturne. I think it's a really great visually animated uh, story. Uh, there's things about it I'm, I wasn't that that keen on. It's it's sort of that um, that sometimes edgy to be edgy feel that I, that's always kind of like took me away from some of the Castlevania so, shows but then mm -hmm. you mean like Konami's not doing shit with with Nocturne with Castlevania might as well right <laughs> I mean to be fair they don't really know how to do anything I mean have you seen the last Contra game they uh, came out with I don't think they knew what they were doing with that I don't think they knew and there's and there's even stuff about the new Metal Gear games or should I say collection I mean it's fine it's just you're getting the same experience you could have gotten if you play back on 360 and PS3. I know people yeah, wanted to uh, play the Metagear 2 and 3, you know, um, in full like 4K and all that kind of stuff, which would be nice. But mm. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to just slide away because you know, I'm a big Metal Gear fan. They still play good. Uh, I still have fun with it because I, I love Metal Gear Solid. But at the same time, I can understand some of the grabs that people have with, with uh, the way it was released. Understandable. Um, and even the Super Mario Brothers movie, which, like, surprisingly, like, good. Like, not great, good. That it was. Like, like I'm a big, I'm a big Nintendo fan. Like, I grew up with it. Uh, so I have a mm -hmm. very strong bias to the Mario Brothers movie. So for me, it's a tie between those two. But... If I had to pick Wanda, who could win? It would probably be The Last of Us, and it would be a, it would be a surprise if the Mario Brothers movie would win. I I I doubt it because I feel like The Last of Us was the game that um, uh, but yeah, I feel like uh, the Mario Brothers movie was well, it was 
good. I, I don't think it got the same like respect because like the the level of people were like, "Whoa, that was a thing," you know. That was more of Last of Us than than the Super Mario Brothers movie. No, yeah, like yeah, same here. Like, uh, I love the Mario Brothers movie, but I think the Last of Us it's going to get the acclaim. All right, now we're coming down to the last three uh, topics that uh, categories we're talking about. Uh, obviously, the one we got to talk about since we are fighting game guys. Uh, the best fighting game we have God of Rock, Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All Stars Brawl 2, Street Fighter 6, and the best game all, Pocket Bravery. <laughs> no, 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 no shitting on Pocket Bravery. Um, but those are our nominees. As much as I respect, uh, God Rock is a fun game. It's it's basically a rhythm game mixed with fighting mixed with a fighting game. So you're not being tasked to do a lot of hard stuff. Uh, Pocket Bravery is a very fun game. <laughs> I've been told. Uh, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl essentially brought back from the dead. Yeah, it basically got a a, a second you know cha- a second shot at life, and mm-hmm. it took a shot well. It improved oh, a shit. lot of things. The whole campaign, mm-hmm. voice acting's all there, more characters and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. uh, I've, been, I've been hearing lots of great things about it. Same. Mortal Kombat 1 came out of nowhere and just did everything right that should have been done uh, back when MK11 was out. So, yeah. Uh, and Street Fighter 6, you know, just Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. No, so obviously, uh, as much as I enjoyed uh, Mortal Kombat 1, uh, I have to give it to Street Fighter 6. There's so much. Look, if you never like were into fighting games, uh, I would recommend Street Fighter Six because it's doing everything that I feel most fighting games should be doing right about now. It still needs some work on it, yes, but I feel like that's the game that out out it deserves it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, if you guys gave it to another game, I mean, Mortal Kombat One, I I wouldn't be mad, but I'd be like, Ugh. but like, if any other games, totally like, get. Yeah, totally. I'm in the same boat with Street Fighter Six. They put so much work into it because they realized, okay, it's not 2006 anymore. We can't do the same thing with Street Fighter Four. We just drop, you know, arcade mode and all that stuff and online. No, they they went full out. We got like the World Tour mode. They added the Battle Hub. Uh, they added so much features into it. Like, I mean, you got crossplay. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on and on about this. <laughs> oh yeah. They've they made so many like adjustments to the game, like not not like current adjustments, but they made they put so much stuff into that game where the idea is make it accessible to anyone, whether it be classic guy uh, I and mean, old school heads like me mm-hmm. and Daniel who prefer you know quarter circle pretzel motions. If you're fucking right. madman, if you're a fucking madman who wants to do that, Daniel, um, or like you know Z, you know dragon inputs or whatever or that too but to the to the like modern one where it's just like more like direction and and special button to like even that well this is more this isn't competitive wise but it's more like for fun wise you have like the dynamic buttons which is like just press row random button it'll do cool shit or and like world tour has things that make it that have like make you uh learn the game like literally like learn the game daniel was telling me like oh shit they actually teach you how to do inputs correctly no yeah there'll be like some mini games in there where like don't you know you have to do the input to, to do the thing right and like there's so many like stuff that's going on in the game that makes you like want to come back into it more yeah it's a fun game the, the rollback netcode on it so good 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's flawless, man. It's flawless. It's there's still some games I feel like are above it, but this is what you know what is wanted on. And like I also know Street Fighter Six is getting that uh is in the nomination for accessibility with the the sound design. Oh, that's right. Because uh, they added some things too, like uh, like for example, there's this weird little beeping thing where uh, depending how close or far you're from the from the opponent. He, uh, it starts beeping faster or slower to let you know, and also like some other additional sounds, so that way you can tell like what kind of a you know attacks they hit you with. And if if you don't think that that doesn't help that much, you'd be surprised. Uh, I've seen it uh, myself when we went to Evo. Uh, there was this yeah. guy blindfolded, and he won. Dude, like he's actually set. blind too. Yeah, he that wasn't a gimmick. He is actually blind, but he yeah. uses those uh those like sound noises to help him like win matches yeah like he legit like won a set and everyone saw that live and it it was hype as shit bro <laughs> dude it was insane so it's like it's it's no wonder that street fighter 6 would have to win unless you're someone who's like i mean i kind of like mortal Kombat better i just this is better you know whatever but everything street fighter 6 is doing is the reason i feel like it should like win uh fighting game of the year yeah, again, like, nothing against Portal Combat 1. I, I, I'm loving it. I'm having fun with it. I'm learning, yeah. you know, Omni-Man uh, on the game. It's just that uh, when you compare it to what Street Fighter is doing, it, I mean, I don't want to say lackluster because it's been pretty much doing the same thing it has done. You know, like, yeah, you got the story campaign and then you get your usual stuff like King of the Hill and all that kind of things. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell, like, there's some things missing too because um, there's no crossplay. And if I remember correctly, there was crossplay back on MK11. The lobbies aren't the lobbies aren't something to sing about either. Yeah, and there's some weird issues too because apparently, uh, if you do a specific combo, the damage percentage that you make with the combo is different depending on which platform. I think it does more on the PS5 than it does if you were playing it on PC. Mm-hmm. So there, there's some weird issues when you know you gotta have everything you know on the same level so that way whenever you go in person to do tournaments or like uh logos or stuff like that you guys you know have the, the same advantage and not anything different so it's kind of yeah, weird true. how Mortal Kombat is going on right now and again uh I know this is still a bit of a controversy especially with the Thanksgiving uh fatality coming out and also soon the, the uh the Christmas fatality where yeah. like basically each one is ten dollars they said that uh, if you got the Halloween one, you get the Thanksgiving and Christmas fatality for free, but they might charge a full 30 if you want to get the bundle of three, which, again, is still a lot. I mean, why can't you just... I, I don't know. It, it just seems kind of off where they were just charging for a cutscene. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, best game direction, which we have, is uh, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I need to read that one. Um, for award for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. So I haven't played Baldur's Gate 3. I haven't played Alan Wake 2. I'm playing Spider-Man 2. The other two Nintendo games I have not played. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting to them, god damn it. Um, <laughs> But in terms of game direction, I feel like, without a doubt, and this might be, I don't know, I don't think anyone would disagree with me. I think Baldur's Gate 3 will be the game to win that. It's it's a tough choice. If I, it would be between Zelda and Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's hard to say because they're 
both amazing games. Uh, I haven't yeah. played Baldur's Gate 3, but I have seen the crazy things you can do in there. I saw um, I saw a scene where uh, somebody uh, pissed off a merchant, and then the merchant just turned him into a wheel of cheese. And I'm not even kidding. Like You're just walking around the map as a wheel of cheese out there pissing off the merchant. Um, I seen where there's like, uh, you can turn invisible, go inside this big area that's filled with nothing but goblins, go to where to drink the water from, add poison in there walk away, wait a bit, maybe a few minutes or hours, and then when you get back, they're all dead. And, I mean, you can talk to animals. I've seen people, like, talk to cats, dogs, and then you can even converse with people that you can't understand, but you can hear what they're thinking. You can revive people back from the dead, kill them. Let's goes on and on and on, because, like, again, like, there's so much stuff that you can do in there, and same with Zelda. The amount of creativity that the game lets you do in Zelda. I see people build a factory where you can just throw chickens in there, and it's only uh comes out on a conveyor belt is a roasted chicken for, ready for you to eat. Like, it's ah, damn really? Yes, like I even, dude, they even recreated Metal Gear Rex in Zelda. Tears I've seen those. I've seen those. It is insane how like these people are making all these crazy stuff in Zelda. So it's hard to say if I want to give it to Baldur's Gate 3 or Tears of the Kingdom because they're both amazing at what they do. Dude, okay, that's crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, that's crazy. I mean, I remember you tell, I remember seeing videos of that, dude. It's just so... Oh! like Yeah, I can totally see why you yourself are conflicted as to choosing between Baldur's Gate 3 and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom because like holy shit <laughs> right I mean yeah uh, again like these two games they give the player so much freedom and mm -hmm. it's hard to, it's hard to give to one of these two it's um I mean don't blame me dude I mean I, I know Baldur's Gate 3 is going to win game of the year so just for that, yeah. I probably would give it to Zelda for this category. I I would probably give it to Zelda just for the fact that it's just more one to be a contrarian. I'm I'm admitting to that, guys. That's how that's how humble I can be. Uh, but also because I feel like that would start off like whether whether or not you um you know agree to the agree about Baldur's Gate being like bought a better one. I feel like it didn't reach the levels as like Tears of the Kingdom did with some of the stuff, right? I feel like when Tears of the Kingdom set the standard for the year and you could argue Baldur's, Baldur's Gate broke it, but, you know, I feel like Zelda has a much more bigger fan base, but I'm 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 going to be wrong, obviously. Again, like I said, I'm, I'm being a bit of a contrarian right now. So, hey. What, 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 what can I do? <laughs> <laughs> I at least I admit I'm at fault. All right, and so for the last category, and to, as we come towards the end of this episode of the podcast, uh, game of the year, which we for that we have um, Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Marvel Spider Man two, Resident Evil four. It's remake, right? Or are we just still calling it Resident Evil four? I'm. I mean, it's a full remake. I mean, it's yeah. not, it would be a remaster if it's, if it's uh, literally like uh, the same game as the original, but no, it's a full mm -hmm. remake. Super Mario Brothers Wonder and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh. And this is why at the beginning of the episode, I said this is the craziest year we have for gaming. 
a lot of games are just knocking it out of the park. Because, like, there's some games on here I'm like, wait, what about, like, High Five Rush, which is, like, a surprise hit out of everywhere that everyone mm-hmm. really freaking enjoyed. Or, and again, Ryu shirt. Street Fighter Six doing, like, the most a fighting game has ever done or ever should, you know, should be doing. You know, setting a, setting a standard now. Um, and other stuff, and other games off the top of my head. Armor Court Six was not here, and Armor Court yeah. Six was a fucking badass game. I haven't played it yet, but everything I see, I'm like, that is my game. No, dude, yeah, Armor Court Six is amazing. Um, Final Fantasy 16, I was expected to be on the game of the year, but so I'm surprised that it wasn't on here. Oh, yeah, uh, it is, it is a big epic game. It is, it is everything I want to, I want to see in a game, I haven't played it yet. And from what I remember hearing, it, it damn near broke PS5s. I didn't have a problem with my PS5. Like, they must have needed to clean out the dust out of their fans or something. Thank you for reminding me. That's something I might have to do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this is like a very stacked year. So the, the, the selection here makes sense. There's some games that I feel people can be like, well, why isn't this game in here? Well, I'm like... Baldur's Gate 3 has set the standard for RPGs that I feel like no other RPG will ever complete. I'll say that. Um, I mean, I was like, two got, came out of, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, you also got to give Baldur's Gate 3. He gave the whole gaming industry a panic attack because uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but like people, they, uh, they go on- online to uh, Twitter and you know, say like, guys, you don't expect every game to be like Baldur's Gate 3. And it's like, why? We demand it. Like, like it doesn't have to be a masterpiece, but at least, you know, make sure everything's good to go and everything. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, we, we fall into this pit where, like, game comes out, you know, game could be glitchy. If not, I mean, regardless of if, if it functions or not, it's always like a day one patch or anything else like that. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we've grown tired of, the, of that trend. Uh, luckily, uh, we're starting to see less and less of that. I know with Final Fantasy 16, uh, there was a day one patch, but it was extremely minor. I think there was only a few text fixes, but other than that, um, everything you could play without having any kind of patches whatsoever, and same with Spider-Man too. Yeah, no, uh, it set a certain standard. Uh, yes, uh, I do agree that some people will, would focus on the wrong kind of standards that it set for certain games. That I will, I will agree to that. Uh, but there's some standards like this is what a AAA game should be. This is what you know what we want in a AAA game. A very good, well worth the price tag, and like not broken by the time it comes out. Yeah, that's what we want. Uh, Alan's Wake too. I was, I was saying earlier is that that game came out of nowhere. I mean, it was cool when it came out. Uh, I haven't played the first Alan Wake. It's still on my backlog. I have it for my PS5. I'll get to it yeah. as soon as I can. But for what I remember, it wasn't meant to be a horror game. It just happened to have horror elements. Mm-hmm. So with Alan Wake 2, it's a full-on horror game now, which is really cool. And I would love to, you know, try it out as soon as I finish the first Alan Wake. Yeah. And I think the most surprising comments I've been hearing is that this is probably the closest game we'll get that'll be similar to what we almost had with Silent Hills or the PT demo with Kojima and uh, Guillermo del Toro. We were robbed. We were robbed. But hearing people saying, you know, this is the closest game we got to what we could have had, that just increases uh, my expectations, and I really want to play this right. as soon as I can. And Resident Evil Four, it was already like one of the 
best games ever. Like it's if, if in a top ten list, that that game is on there. I don't know what ranking it would be, but it's on there. It, it's definitely one of the best games of the year, and mm-hmm. I I pre-played recently before. I don't know how many times, like on each difficulty, um, you know, normal, hard, and professional mode. I've known people to like memorize where everything is in that original uh, Resident Evil Four game. Mm-hmm. The Super Mario Wonder was is the game that like um, reminded you, hey, yeah, we can do, we can still do platformer Mario, guys. We can still do it. I mean, they could. It's just that this is a big, big, um, fresh take on Mario because yeah, we seen New yeah, Super Mario is. Brothers, which was fun. New Super Mario new Brothers voice actor too. Oh yeah, like uh, I forgot what his name. Uh, I remember his last name. I think it was Afghani. Um, he. He's, he's a great Mario and Luigi. Uh, I played WarriorWare as well. Um, uh, like, it's a little different. You can definitely tell it's a little different with Wario, but he still does a great job with uh, with the rest of the Mario characters. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and I would say, like, good job to that, man. Uh, and we already talked about, like, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. We already spilled over about Baldur's Gate. Yeah. More so right now than than in the last category. Uh, you know what's so, crazy? Like, yeah. Uh, no, it's crazy because it, you know, the last time Mario and Zelda was nominated for uh, Game of the Year was back in 2017 with uh, Breath of the Wild and uh, Odyssey. Oh, and and Breath of the Wild won that one, right? It, it did. Fuck, dude, this this is this is a crazy year. This is indeed a crazy year for gaming. Yeah. Uh, will that be the same for 24 and 4? We'll see. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah. Oh, Spider Man too. Like it's it's a great continuation of Spider Man. Um, a lot more fun, crazy stuff, especially the traversing. I've I've talked numerous times about the traversal in that game. People say mm-hmm. you can't do stealth. Bullshit, man. I can still do stealth. No, not, yeah. not as not as well as I did in the last game, but I can still do stealth. No, yeah, man, definitely. I mean, like. My- I compl- I hundred percented uh Spider Man's uh too like I collected all the trophies you know did all the side missions all that stuff, uh that game is just phenomenal. Um, uh, I hope we get some more DLC to it because I know like uh, one of the side uh, mission stories um uh, it ended in a, in a kind of I don't I guess sort of in a, in a cliffhanger sort of way that teases uh, the future or something which I won't go into, but oh no, I know like, what you're talking about I actually just finished that up a minute ago. Oh, you did! Awesome. Uh, we we yeah. need to talk more on that, but but yeah, like I love Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man too. But compare with it's so good all the other games. Uh, I yeah, I would still have to give it the ball. If I were to rank them. all of them on like where I think, like they're all great games. I'm saying, but the bottom one is probably for me is gonna be Spider-Man too. I'm not 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 not, dish, not I'm not talking shit on the game. I enjoy the game, but considering what like. One Alan Wake two is like the most and was one a very anticipated sequel. Uh, Baldur's Gate three is the game that like, like you said earlier, gave people heart attacks. It's like, whoa, no, just such a day. No, we can't be doing this all the time. Yeah, you know, it, it actually went through like a big crazy journey too, because originally it was supposed to be a Google Stadia exclusive, mm-hmm. and thank God it's not anymore. Because I don't think it people would have paid as much attention if it was stuck on Stadia. Um, now that it went multi-platform on PC, PS5, yeah. and soon uh, on Xbox this December. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4 still holds up. Somewhere. If I like, were to I, give, yeah. Like, no, yeah, like I was saying, like Resident Evil 4, I replayed a hell out of it. I can't wait for the VR update to come out. I, mm-hmm. I know it's going to be crazy in VR, but it it's it's one of one of, it's definitely one of my top games, but yeah. Yeah. 
if if I'm being honest, the game that I that I'm putting my money on is gonna be Baldur's Gate three for this. I feel like that's the game that it it set a standard for not just like RPG games, but like just games in general. Just please, for the love of God, release your games well. Like no bugs or not that many bugs at least, you know. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, like we just don't want a situation where we go online and then we see a message for the dev saying we're sorry the game was released in this state. Please give us like a couple months to fix it. After after like what was it? Uh, so many of that, especially this year with like Gollum, that King Kong game. I think there was a third game somewhere in there. I don't remember. It, there's just so much to count. Like uh yeah. there was like I, I know it all started with Cyberpunk a while back, but uh Yeah, and then but then Cyberpunk jumped back up like, because of the No yeah Cyberpunk uh, is amazing now. Like all the fixes mm-hmm. and stuff. It's a great game and I highly recommend to check it out now if uh you were turned off by what what it looked like from the beginning. Yeah, no, I definitely like. I enjoyed it when it, uh, it's it's beginning state. Uh, thankfully, because I was playing it on a higher end uh, console, but oh, yes. even then, like, I still like, I still enjoyed it. But like, seeing what they can do now, I'm like, shit, I kind of yeah. Like they went wanna... out of their way to fix that game. They did. They did that. They did. Um. So, but yeah, no, I feel like Baldur's Gate 3 is the game that was going to win Game of the Year. Yeah. Uh, amazing games that we got in this year, but I would put my money on uh, Baldur's Gate 3 for Game of the Year. Yeah. Um, And I think that's like, that's going to be all the categories we can talk. Again, we're not going over all 20-something of them. I ain't got time for that, man, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'll squeeze in one more in there because I want people to know. Um, For best <laughs> debut indie game, it's going for Pizza Tower. If you love the Warrior Land game, <laughs> you're going to love Pizza Tower. Uh, Dude, it's literally one of the first games I played this year, and it was the most fun I had with a platformer in a, in a, in a long time. Um, yeah. If you don't, I love the you memes of it. <laughs> dude, like, if, you, if you haven't played it yet, um, I mean, you don't really need a high-end computer. It's like playing a Flash game on Newgrounds. Uh, just mm-hmm. go, get, download Steam, buy the game, and play it. it you, yeah. you're going to have so much fun with it. I promise you that. Um mm-hmm and yeah it was a game i was really looking forward to for a long time and it, it it is one of my top games of this year as well so yeah um so that's my quick side note uh pizza tower for best debut indie game um other than that that's about it <laughs> play pizza tower guys yeah go play that uh i mean like if i were to throw one out there I, i'm giving best rpg to life of p because i feel like that game came out it just came out like out of nowhere Oh yeah, that that Pinocchio Dark Souls kind of like game. Yeah, like but yeah, like that. I, it's on Game Pass, right? It is. It is. I'm. I'm yeah, I need to give that a shot. Then. I need to give that a game a game a shot too. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna be the end of uh, this episode. Obviously, we'll be back after the results. Uh, maybe Joy will be with us on that one. Um, most of the stuff that we talked about, he would be in agreement with. On we're we're. We're not that different from all of us. We all have an understanding of why something would be choosing, why this game would make sense to win. Rarely do we ever see upsets on like the Game Awards. Rarely do we ever see that. I think I've only seen it once, and that's it. Oh, the kid, the KOF fifteen losing to what was it? Uh, uh, multiverses. I mean, there's that. I was referring to like uh, what happened back in 2021 for Game of the Year, but I'll, I don't want to start. Oh. Right now. Oh, yeah. I don't want to bring up like a... the 
the big debate about that again. Let's not let's not talk about that one. That one was just ugh. Yeah. That's opening a kind of worms I don't want to know. But guys, if you enjoyed and or you agreed with what we said, be sure to follow us on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Activities We're most active on our Instagram where you find a link to the podcast since we're officially part of like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all of the like. You also find a link tree to the YouTube page where you can put a face to the voice. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, and support us on a form of uh, way you can. And yeah, video game awards are coming up. Uh, we'll see how things are going to go. Uh, we're going through a lot of schedule things right now, so you might be seeing a little, not, not less of us, but like, I'm just letting you guys know there might be some changes coming up soon, but we'll see. But anyways, guys, it's been me, your boy, Eli. And this is Daniel, and here's your reminder to go play Pizza Tower. Listen to the man. Because <laughs> he won't leave me alone about it. <laughs> and yeah, you guys have a good one. Peace.